Welcome to Millennial Money Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Katie, a single girl documenting my adventure to financial independence and working on retiring early at 35. This show is for all the honeys who make money. I share with you how to save money, how to earn more, and the resources I'm using to build wealth and retire early. This podcast is the audio from my videos and vlogs that I make documenting my journey. If you want to see me talking about this in real life, subscribe to the Millennial Money Honey channel on YouTube. Join me on my adventure to retire early and let's talk money, honey. you guys such a year with everything going on in the world I think it's kind of a good time to really reflect on you know all of the goals I set for myself and my hopes and my dreams looking into 2021 you know some things went really well better than anticipated and you know some things honestly just kind of fell flat I think having the grace to move forward and reflect back on you know what was and wasn't working you know in the end makes me a stronger and better person so I'm excited to share with you the goals that I set for myself what I did um, what I accomplished and you know what goals I have looking forward in the future let's take a look so my first goal of 2020 was to find a contract up in the Bay Area. I have been living up in Los Angeles um, for the last 10 years, and I really wanted to be able to be closer to family and also just get to experience San Francisco. I was really excited to li try living up here. And it wasn't until March that I was actually able to get a contract. So I was kind of freelancing for the first three months of the year, and I wasn't sure like if anything would pan out. Fortunately, something did, and then the pandemic hit. And so now I work completely from home. On the downside, I never really got to experience the what it was like living in San Francisco. But here we are um, in month eight of this quarantine. So yes, I attained my goal of finding a contract in the Bay Area. Unfortunately, it's like not quite the experience that I anticipated, so. My second goal for 2020 was working in fintech. So what I want to achieve is financial independence. Earning more money is obviously a way to help you get to financial independence quicker. And so I knew I wanted to be in fintech because it would merge the tech money with my love of finances. So I was thinking something like, I don't know, Credit Karma, Wealthfront, Robinhood, all of the brands that I really love. Unfortunately, I did not get a job in the fintech space. I did end up finding a contract and job uh, in the tech space. My second goal I did achieve, but only part way. So my third goal of 2020 was to save 60%. And actually for this goal, I ended up saving quite a bit more. My 2020 savings rate this year is actually somewhere in the range of 77%. So there are a couple of factors that contributed to this unanticipated bump in savings rate. And speaking to my last point, I ended up with a contract in the Bay Area and in the tech space. And fortunately for me, you know, my job has been pretty secure um, throughout this. There weren't any major layoffs and they continued with my contract. So that was one factor. The second factor is that I am still living with my parents. I am 29 now and living with my parents, which I never really anticipated. 
However, when I moved up to the Bay Area, I thought I would just be here for a few months while I kind of figured out like where I wanted to live in the city and San Francisco and, you know, find a spot like to like really be integrated in the Bay Area life. However, that did not pan out and I am still at home. Because of that, I am able to save a lot on rent. And then the third factor is I'm always inside. I used to always go out with my friends. Um, we used to go to brunch, like go out to bars on the weekends. You know, that used to be a pretty big chunk of my monthly expenses. And because of the pandemic, I haven't been able to do any of that. So my goal of saving 60% has definitely been hugely impacted um, for me from the pandemic. The fourth goal of 2020 was to do another no spend year. And I had done a no spend year a couple years ago and it went really, really well. It is honestly the main contributing factor to jumpstart my life into personal finance and really figure out investing. Because of that, I was thinking in 2020 that I would do another no spend year. And you know what? I did not accomplish that goal. The other day I bought a pair of fluffy slippers at the thrift store, which I don't really know where I'm going to wear but they were only $6 and you know, I need some joy in my life right now. So 2020 was not a no spend year. It was a very, very low buy year. Um, I think I only got like five new items of clothes. So overall I spent probably less than, you know, $200 in total on all my clothes. I also tried to buy like secondhand. Um, so that being said, give yourself grace if you don't reach your goal. I know I do, you know, we're not, perfect but I do try to keep my did keep my spending to a minimum and you know I think as long as you're trying and doing your best I think that's you know the best we can do building on top of that my next goal was to also host a clothing swap I love hosting a clothing swap I love being able to bring a bunch of people together to find joy in getting rid of their old stuff and also feel like they're getting like new stuff it's just a great way for me and my friends to all hang out and get together and, you know, shop. And whatever else didn't get uh, swapped got donated. It's so rewarding and fulfilling being able to pass things on and give something a new life. For 2020, I knew I really wanted to learn how to rebalance my own portfolio myself. For that goal, I actually built a spreadsheet, which you can download for free. Um, I'll link it in the show notes that would help me rebalance my portfolio. So my portfolio is kind of modeled after the Bogleheads three fund portfolio. So basically I invest in three index funds, a total US stock market index fund, a total international stock market fund, and a total US bond market uh, index fund. But with those three funds, I take a, allocate a percentage of my portfolio to each. And whenever I go to add more money, to my accounts, I'll just put that dollar amount into my rebalancing spreadsheet and it will tell me how much of that dollar amount to buy. Or if I'm truly rebalancing, I sell some of my assets, usually in my um, tax sheltered accounts to reallocate some of, if I'm over indexed in say stocks, I will go buy more bonds. I like to rebalance um, on a quarterly basis, uh, but I think it's also okay to do it on like a half yearly basis too. In 2020, for the very, very first time in my entire life, I was finally able to max out my 401k and my IRA. So I've been able to max out the $6,000 um, in my Roth IRA for the past, I think, three years. And 
finally this year in 2020, I was able to contribute the full $19,500 to my 401k portfolio. And that was a huge accomplishment. As soon as I got my contract in March, I knew that that was something I wanted to do. After taking a look at all my expenses and under like deciding to continue staying with my parents, I knew that that was a goal of mine that I could for sure accomplish. I'm a big believer in front loading your portfolio. So my initial percentage for my 401k came out of my paycheck at I think like 40% um, just to like really front load it and get it over it ASAP. And I just like didn't see that money. And lastly, I had some big goals for millennial money, honey. I went full into millennial money, honey in September of 2019, bought the domain, bought the website and finally decided, you know what, I'm gonna do this. And so my goals for 2020 were to start a podcast. Um, and that actually evolved into this, which is my YouTube channel. And I also decided to blog more frequently. Um, initially it was two posts per month, but I went quiet for a little bit and instead, um, decided to release a blog post for every video that I launched. So since the launch of this YouTube channel, I've been able to blog um, promoting the video content simultaneously. So I try and be extremely efficient with how I work and operate and use content for Millennial Money Honey. And it has just been so much more streamlined and I'm still getting into the groove, but I think I'm like slowly, slowly finding it. So those were my goals for 2020. Some of them wild success, some of them less of a success. But I'm so looking forward to taking my learnings from my failures and successes of 2020 and looking forward to 2021. So my first goal of 2021 is to extend my current design contract. I really, really love where I'm at and I'm so happy with my team and the work that we're doing and it's just really fun. And then with that, I am also hoping we find a cure for this pandemic and I actually get to experience the Bay Area because that's what I came here for and that's what I'm most looking forward to. So hoping in 2021, I'll finally be able to experience that. And because of my decision to continue living with my parents, through 2021, my savings rate goal is 80% now. That is extremely high, way higher than my goal last year. I think I will be able to accomplish that given the situation that I put myself in. Third goal is instead of a no spend year, I want to do a no new clothes year. I don't mean no clothes, I mean clothes that are secondhand. It's new to me, but it's not brand new. And if I do buy a new to me um, article of clothing, then I will have to reevaluate my closet and give up a piece of clothing that I own. As you can see, I already have a ton of things and I really don't need more. I just love things um, and I'm trying to be better about that. So as I buy new things, I'm going to let some things go. Next year for 2021, I also want to continue the trend of being able to max out my 401k and my IRA. So I am again planning on front loading. So I'm saving up like $6,000. So on January 1st or, you know, within the first month of the year, I can just boom, send the $6,000 and max out my IRA. And I am also going to try and front load my 401k. So right now, I'm not contributing anything to my 401k, but I'm going to increase that back up to maybe around 30, 40%, whatever I feel like in that moment. 
my next goal i think i'm it's probably you know financial goals don't really scare me at this point i'm like i know i can do that i'm confident in myself the things i'm most confident are you know in like growing this business <laughs> to be honest um so my next goal is to make one youtube video per week uh since i've launched this channel i have been extremely consistent about posting one a week but i also launched in october which means there were only I think nine weeks left of the year. It's been really fun and really easy, but I'm also scared like I'm not gonna be consistent. So hold me accountable. And along with that stretch goal, I wanna be super transparent with you. My goal is eventually to monetize this channel, kind of like a, a, bit, a side goal. Um, it's not like the goal. My goal is more to put out stuff that's interesting and fun and, um, you know, watchable things that you want to see and then building upon that i really want to establish millennial money honey like as a business so right now it kind of is all mixed up with my personal stuff and i really think i need to get my shiz together that for me is you know looking into opening a SEP IRA, opening a business checking and a business credit card just so i can keep all of my finances you know separate from my regular life that is a big huge goal for 2021 is to kind of figure out the business side of my brand and then finally my goal for 2021 is to gross 100k actually last year in 2020 i was able to achieve that and i just want to maintain that same momentum i'm not really looking to go over that just because i actually did a lot of design freelance work and while i really enjoy design it is a huge time suck when i'm working nine to five and doing design work throughout the entire day and then after work I also have to do more freelance design work. I just really do not want to do that in 2021 so all of my income will hopefully be from this brand and from my 925 contract job. So I hope you guys are inspired. Send me a DM, leave me a comment, uh, shoot me an email and let me know if you guys have great ideas of financial, personal, business goals for 2021. I would love to hear them. One of the main reasons I'm putting this out there is to hold myself accountable. So if you see me throughout the year and I'm like, hey, Katie, that's not that's not looking too good, you know? Shout me out, call me out, because I'm, I'm here for it. This is why I overshare. So I really appreciate all of your love and support. And if you like what you saw, hit the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell to get notified when I drop my next video. Or if you're tuning in on the podcast, Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Millennial Money Honey. To be featured in the show, send me a voice message over on anchor.fm slash millennialmoneyhoney and I'll leave the links that were mentioned in this episode in the show notes or check out the corresponding video on YouTube. For more content like this, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and connect with me on Millennial Money Honey YouTube or on Instagram at Millennial Money Honey. My DMs are actually always open and I really try to respond to all of your individual messages. So I really appreciate all of your support and let's retire early and talk more money, honey.